This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Excited to get started with uh, Garrett with you today. Thank you for being here. And uh, first of all, boy, what a great weekend. I uh, we had a yeah. chance to go to the banquet. You had an opportunity to talk as a senior. As you said, uh, were you the one that said you're like the grandfather of the team? I, yeah, I'm the grandfather. Yeah, the oldest that was a great line. <laughs> um, between, you know, you've been here long enough. Uh, what, a, what a great career. Had an opportunity to be here mm-hmm. long enough. And uh, one, one more magical season, hopefully. Um, let's just start, I guess, with Saturday. Your thoughts? It really kind of kicked off the season with the banquet. Six hundred people in attendance, sold out in less than twelve hours. Just an incredible night and fundraiser for ECU baseball. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I think that might have been the most we've had in my five years here. Going into it, I had to talk. I was pretty nervous, but I feel like once I got up on stage, it was like all the nerves went away. But uh, it was awesome to see how many um, Pirate Nation supporters we got out there today. Uh, on days like that i joked with you guys i think uh you know you can play in front of thousands of people but having a talk in front of uh, a few hundred is probably more nerve-wracking yeah i told uh i told our pitching coach ak that like right right before uh the banquet started that i'd rather pitch in front of twenty five thousand in omaha <laughs> than give a speech in front of 600 how'd burley do he said he was a little nervous said he was going to kind of wing it i How'd he do it? I liked I thought it was funny. I, yeah. I thought he shared, uh, you know, he did kind of wing it, which is my style. So yeah. I, I had no problem with it. <laughs> I, You know, you guys, you know, kind of had prepared speeches, which is fine. Oh, yeah. You know, you're not a, a public speaker. I think for Burley being the keynote speaker, mm-hmm. I thought it was good that he kind of just went up yeah. there, told some fun stories. Uh, and the one story he told, you would have really liked Clip, and we'll have to get Burley on to, to mm-hmm. share. He's like, yeah. and whatever the story starts with, I probably shouldn't be telling y'all this. That's a pretty good story. You know it's going to be good, right? <laughs> yeah. So then I perk up. Oh, yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat, and uh, and if you sh- you should have gone to the banquet if you didn't hear the story to find out. No, just kidding. So he talks about you know how there's a little bit of fun. I wouldn't call it hazing, but you know wow. maybe a little bit of uh, good jokes when you make it to the bigs. So this is one of their first road trips, I believe. Mm-hmm. And what he saying was in uh, San Francisco, or San Diego, somewhere in California, San Diego. San Diego. And it was like on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you want Garrett to tell it, or I mean, are you? Well, was it? <laughs> you, you seem to be I forgetting the story. Yeah, more of the Can story. Can you just tell the story? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, one of the players made all the guys go on the team charter, dress up in costumes, and they decided what costume okay. you had to wear. So they gave Burley. A uh, Bigfoot costume from head to toe. Nice. So he had to be Bigfoot in the. But you know, you know, Burley's kind of a bigger guy. You know, he's a burly man. Yeah. So he's he said he sweat his butt off on the plane. He's like dehydrated. He's not. <laughs> he's got to wear it the whole time. Yeah. He's yeah. got to wear it the whole time. Mask and, and everything. Yes. Oh. They cannot take it off. He's already a hairy and, dude to start with. Yes. Yeah. So and then they get to San Diego. They say the first thing they're playing like the next day. Yeah. But he's, the guy's like, no, we're going to go downtown San Diego in costume and oh, have a wow. couple drinks first. You know why we're mm-hmm. all you know no one knows who we are. So they go do that, and brother's like, oh god! So he's like just dying, you know, mm-hmm. in this costume. He finally gets back to the hotel room, and he's like, I can't wait to take a shower. He's drip, soaking wet, and he unlocks his door, and there's two guys. Like he goes in and like opens the closet or to put his bag in, and there's two guys that jump yeah. out and scare the bejesus out of him. <laughs> and there, there's a few guys in the hallway that are laughing. It was kind of a setup deal, and they thought it was hilarious. Welcome to the big. Yeah, yeah. So, they, so they got him. He finally gets the costume off, strips down naked, and goes to the bathroom. Because, mm-hmm. man, I can't wait to get the water on. Rips open the shower curtain to put the water on. Three more guys standing there. Yeah. <laughs> scares, the, scares them even worse. One of them Wainwright, right? Yeah. Adam Wainwright? Yeah. yeah. So he about falls over. He said, now the whole team's in the hallway waiting for this. He's just dying laughing. He said, "That's he, good." He said he was glad he decided to take a shower first and not do what he was because they were expecting him to do something else in the bathroom yeah. and they were yeah. going to scare him. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> so anyway, it was a fun story. So I like stuff like that. That's a great. Story. I like those yeah. stories. So I thought it was a great speech. Good stuff. It was fun. Uh, Garrett, how did the uh, weekend go? I guess a little practice and scrimmaging. So uh, what all was accomplished this past weekend for the yeah. baseball team? I mean, it was good to get back out there uh, this weekend. Uh, it was my first outing since June for me on friday uh, i took the fall off but it was good to see some uh some arms out there this weekend a lot of good arms uh hitters hitters were on fire this weekend it was good to good to see that too so you say your first outing since june so what have you been doing uh since june obviously not uh not throwing much so what was your off season like yeah well i mean last season i threw quite a bit so <laughs> they wanted to give me the fall off so just uh just trying to get my arm back into shape started throwing pins over uh christmas break uh 
and then i mean first outings friday garrett saylor joining us in studio as we kick off our um Delcor Players Lounge here as we're going to be talking to the players all season long on Monday's PRL. And one of the things we like to do, Gary, is get to know you, you know, separate from just a baseball player, kind of get to know you as a person and uh, a little bit more about you. Since this is the first time we've had you on, tell us, you know, how did you end up, you know, getting into East, getting recruited to ECU? Mm -hmm. Who was responsible for that? Some of the journey that got you to where you are today? Yeah, I uh, started being recruited my the summer going into my junior year uh, i think coach palumbo first saw me uh pitch down in georgia um and then him and coach g both followed up and roselle at the time coach roselle was our pitching was the pitching coach at the time um they they recruited me i actually told this story at the banquet but uh first time it was like the day before i was coming on a visit to ecu i'm walking up to the uh to guy smith we're playing over at guy smith and I'm walking up the field, see this, uh, see this guy, bald guy in ECU polo. Not really, I didn't, I didn't really know who it was because I had never like looked up the coaches. I don't know why I didn't do this, but um, we kind of make awkward eye contact with each other, and I, uh, it was like the second inning. I'm walking off the mound. Well, you thought it was a, just some yeah, dad. I just, I just thought it was yeah. a dad. Give him a heads I up. I just thought it was a little uh, was a dad, and. Um, I'm walking off the mound and about the second inning. I look up. I see the same guy in the stand sitting with some other college coaches, and I realized that that was Coach G. <laughs> <laughs> so I go on a visit the next day, um, talk about the culture here, and I fell in love with the place, fell in love with the coaches, uh, the fans, uh, and that's kind of where it all started. You, you said at the banquet there, your first experience with Coach G was you big-timed him. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. Yeah, I didn't he, know that's who it was. That's great. Yeah. And you mentioned Coach Roselle there, and it made me – so you've uh, had three pitching coaches during yep. your time mm-hmm. here. You always hear, like, with quarterbacks who change offensive coordinators, mm-hmm. it's so difficult to, to get an offense down all that. It's probably lesser degree with a pitcher pitching coach, but still that's a lot of change. Like, how have you adapted through, uh, through those coaching yeah, coaches? Yeah, I've had three great pitching coaches. Coaches, uh, three different personalities from all all of them. Uh, yeah, came in with Roselle. Roselle was more of a more of a, like a mechanics pitching coach, focused on mechanics. Dietz was with more of the middle game when it came to pitching, uh, that middle side of it. And AK is AK is a player's coach. He's a guy that that like I can go to at any time about anything. Um, and it's it's really nice having having somebody like that that you can joke around with at the ballpark. It's um, he, he he gets serious at times, but like uh, you just got to know like when to be serious and when you can joke around with him. And I lo- I love that about him. Spivey sat with us uh, at the banquet and uh, asked him this question off the air. We'll probably ask it again today. But I thought his answer was really interesting. Before I tell you what he said, I want to hear your response. So I was you know so much is said about team chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know you can have all the talent in the world, but if the team doesn't gel as a team, it yeah. doesn't do you a lot of good. You've been here a long time, as long as anybody. Uh, how was the team chemistry this year versus past years, so um, far anyway? I think I think we we really gel as a team this year because everybody shows up every day. Like la- last year, we uh, we just had some guys that didn't show up every day, um, and that you saw that uh, starting out in the spring last year. We didn't start off pretty good at all, but uh, this year we got a bunch of hard workers and. We do a good job of holding each other accountable um, on and off the field. So uh, these guys are like my best friends. I mean, I see them every day. So uh, I'm looking forward to this season because we're such a close-knit group of guys. Spivey said it's every year he's gotten here, it's gotten better and yes. better. Yeah, I would, would you, yeah. You'd agree with that? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, like freshman year, I mean, you come in as a freshman, you – you're trying to live up to the potential that you were here to be, so it's kind of hard on you to build relationships. And like going forward, I feel like the team just gets closer and closer each year. Garrett Taylor joining us. Uh, Garrett, how tall are you? Um, on the roster, it says I'm 6'3". Is that pretty accurate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I saw you uh, lettered one year in basketball. So yeah. as a 6'3 high school, I mean, it's pretty tall for high school. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you a good basketball player? I was okay. Fair? Okay. Yeah, I, well, I – when I played basketball, I was at a uh, a um, private school, so I could I would play both JV 
and then I'd dress for varsity. I'd sit on the bench. Right. I'd, I'd only come in if we were up by 30, <laughs> by 30. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I wasn't bad. I was more of just like a rebound, put it put it up guy. I was definitely not a shooter. So uh, that was never really in the future. Baseball was all the always the thing yeah, for you. Yeah, yes, baseball. <laughs> it, it seems that like because I, I played football a lot growing up too um but i would only get hurt in other sports i would never get hurt in in uh baseball so just there you baseball. go good deal how and as far as health goes uh going into this year how are you feeling 100 percent yeah, ready yeah, I feel, to go I feel 100 percent ready to go right yeah, now awesome garrett sailor joining us inside the pirate radio studios let me rehash uh you mentioned the word mechanics a moment ago and it made me think about media day when i asked you do you follow spin rate and all that stuff? And you said, I have no idea what spin I, rate is. I, uh, I didn't mean to say that. I'm going to go back on that. I did not mean to say that. It's like a joke right now with yeah. me and AK. But I meant to say I don't focus on it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely look at it, but I just don't. A lot of buzzwords in baseball now that yeah. exist before spin rate. What's the other one? Launch angle well, and, and hitting. There's uh, launch angle. Yeah, like, like, and, uh, and exit I, velocity. I talk, exit, I talk to a lot of guys that are in it, and they said that stuff doesn't matter. Like you're yeah. like that type of stuff. You focus on that. You're focused on the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, sure. Guys I talk to in baseball, it's kind of but, just I guess another tool if you want something else to look at. But as far as you, you gave a great answer. You said I'd go out there and try to get guys out. Mm-hmm. So like after games, when you're talking to Coach Knight, when you're looking at film, what kind of kinds of things are you looking at oh i did that right or oh i need to get better at that yeah we more so look at execution that that's the main thing we focus on what pitch we're executing um like say he calls a fastball outside did i execute that pitch um and that that's like the main thing that we focus on it see what my ball was doing that day Mm -hmm. mechanics if i was um the reason why my ball wasn't doing if if like my mechanics were off that day so that's the main stuff we focus on i always hear pitchers too say i i had my stuff or didn't have my stuff that day can you define that what's it like up there when you don't have your stuff and you're kind of battling through it you know what's that like it's it's a lonely place up there when you and you've been through that oh yeah, yeah many times i've been through that many times but uh i mean it makes you better as a pitcher uh but yeah i obviously you're not gonna have every single one of your pitches um you might. I mean, you might get lucky and have every single one of your pitches, but, I mean, if you don't, you just got to learn how to navigate through to get out. Garrett Saylor joining us. Sure, let's take a break. We'll come back more with uh, Garrett Saylor. We have some internet questions via Twitter to get to, some fun ones. Yep. So uh, we'll throw those at Garrett. Some great uh, Twitter questions to get to in a moment with uh, Garrett Saylor. But first, uh, and, and kind of something we that was discussed on Media Day, and I remember it was uh, Eric Gullickson, I think, asked you, Garrett, about your aha moment from last year. And I think he was looking for an answer like when it clicked for you, and you kind of took it a different direction. You yeah. said your aha moment was right there at the start of the season when, uh-oh, yeah. I, I'm, something's going wrong here. I'm not pitching my best. And, uh, Troy, you're kind of talking about it off the air yeah. about – Coming through adversity, things like that. Yeah, you, you addressed it uh, at the banquet during your speech. There was a point in your career uh, where you questioned whether you should even be playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And you were in such a rut and had the, what you called the yips, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, how, one, it, it's such a mental game. Yes, too, it when, is. Once you have the physical ability, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is what's in between your ears and are you ready to go. You know, talk about overcoming that adversity because there was a point where you could have stepped away and, and maybe yeah. not even be here right now. Yeah, it was freshman year. Uh, me and Spies were just out throwing one day, and I threw a ball at his feet, and it kept happening. And it was it was weird, like because like I, I heard about the yips, but I was like, I ain't that ain't gonna happen to me. But uh, it happened. Uh, it was it was tough. It took so like no matter what you did, you just couldn't get it over the plate again. No, it, it was it was spiking. Every pitch, every pitch, I'd yeah. spike it. Um, there, there would be a couple. I'd throw a couple curveballs that I could get across the plate, but that was the only pitch that that would actually get across the plate. But yeah, it took that whole fall um, to get over. Went over Christmas break. Uh, started started throwing a little bit better. Um, it still there, there would still be a couple where I'd spike, but it wasn't it wasn't every pitch. Um, and then coming back in that spring, just uh, finally finally felt right. But I'd, I'd only I could only throw with somebody I was comfortable with. So it would have to be Tyler Smith I was comfortable with, Spivey I was comfortable with. But um, like if I threw with somebody I wasn't used to throwing with, uh, the first couple throws I'd, I'd yip them right, right at their feet until they got out to like 90 feet where I could just let it rip and then I'd be fine. But yeah, uh, it, was, it was definitely tough to, go, to, to get over those. Um, hurt my mental, my mental state pretty good. But um, I mean, everything happens for a reason, right? So 
So what did you use to get over it? Um, I went to a sports psychologist over winter break, and he prescribed me some some medication just to try to calm my nerves. Um, I did a bunch of breathing exercises before I'd go out and pitch. Um, it was just all in my head, really. Yeah. Well, it's a, you were able to overcome it, and obviously mm-hmm. have a very successful career. Yeah. Josh Moylan talked about that at Media Day, too, talking to a sports psychologist, mm-hmm. just kind of going back out there to make sure he's out there for the right reasons, having fun yeah. and not making it feel like an obligation. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was a good answer mm-hmm. by Josh. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Saylor joining us. Uh, we got a lot of questions on Facebook. Uh, Robert had a que- the same question I had before we went on the air. He said, what kind of hat are you wearing? Oh, yeah. It's a um, Winston-Salem Dash hat. It's a White Sox affiliate. I think they're in the... I think it's single A, but um, it's where I'm from. I'm from when that, from that Winston Salem area. I love uh, minor league hats, so I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Brandon Hodges said Garrett is six three, but he's six four with his tall black hair. Inside I, joke with him and I. Yeah, so <laughs> Brandon Hodges is somebody I worked with. I had I did my internship um, at. He, he's a P teacher at Wintergreen Primary. Good dude, and yes, very good dude. He was my boys' P. Yeah, teacher. but he he thinks I have black hair. And I don't. I have I have dark brown hair, but he, he just doesn't want to admit it. Okay. Fair enough. Let's get to uh, some Twitter questions here. These are fun. We'll be doing these every Monday with the guys. I like this one from Phil. He says, uh, if ECU alum Vince McMahon was recruiting ECU baseball players uh, for the WWE roster, what player on this year's team would have the best shot at becoming the next superstar? I think it would be Lane Hoover. I think hmm. Lane Hoover might be one of the feistiest guys I've ever met. Yeah. So kind of gives up his body. Yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. Dive, dives everywhere. I think. I think he would be great. I like that. Him. All right, Garrett. Uh, Brad is asking. Uh, and Shirley, I'm going to need your assistance with this one. Uh, will any of you guys have this as your walk-up song? Oh, boy, please. No, but I do have a funny story about that song. Uh, it was. We, it was like BP, and we're, this, that song was playing, and uh, Hoover's trying to sing it, and he goes, "Boom, boom, 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 boom. Let me hear, let me, let me hear you say wayo." But he <laughs> he says it like five times, and he keeps saying it wrong, and then eventually says, "Let me say you here." And uh, it, we're, me and Spies are just dying laughing. And, and, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Uh, speaking of walk up music, Steve Hill says you should use "Come Sail Away." Uh, have you settled on a nice walk up song this year? Yes, yeah, I'm going to do the same one I had last year. It's called "Chain Smoking" by Jacob Banks. Okay. What do you, uh, Colby G is asking thoughts on no field props this year, and I will say, you know, this is kind of like it's almost like the East Carolina rule because I feel like ECU. Mm-hmm. We're not the team. We didn't invent props, but I think we had the most fun with them. Yeah, it, um, ma- it makes the game fun. I don't, yeah. I don't understand why. They, they did it last year to Virginia Tech. They took away their sledgehammer um, for some reason, but I, I just. Now, what's the rule? You can't. You can have it in the dugout, but not on the yeah, field. I guess. Out, I, haven't so. really, I haven't really read into the rule, um, but I, I think it, it makes the game fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've had the traffic cone a couple times, we've had a sledgehammer, we've had a cowboy hat. Um, we've had a pirate hat. Somebody gave us a pirate hat with like the dreads on it. That was pretty yeah. fun. But yeah, it just makes the game fun. It's kind of like baseball's version of the turnover chain. Yeah, yeah. What, take that away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, William asked. Uh, this is a good one. We asked players in the past. What are you afraid of, Gary? Oh, um, I don't know. Falling, I guess. I wouldn't say I'm afraid of heights, but like. I don't know. Falling, falling off a cliff. I, 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 really, <laughs> right. I really, stay off those cliffs. I, I hate snakes. Okay, there I, you go. I, I, I hate things that don't have arms or legs. <laughs> Good I, answer. I saw you left off the rest of his questions, which were kind of weird. We can get back to those. Yeah, I didn't want to ask a three part. Yeah, I, I know. Wanted, yeah, wanted to Some of those were a little. Uh, I don't want to say weird, but you know. Oh, I like them. We can go <laughs> go for it. Well, I just I don't know. Well, I'll let you pick. The, his other questions were. Who's the best fighter? Who's the most likely to get arrested? And, and the hottest celebrity? Who's the hottest celebrity? Like to Garrett, oh. celebrity crush? Yeah, Jennifer oh. Aniston. 
100%. Oh, still. Okay. Yeah, All right. What player on the – I don't know. Is Cliff okay with asking this? What player on the team is most likely to get arrested? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I wasn't going to ask one. that. That's I, not our question, by the way. That's a Twitter question. Which uh, William is asking this question. Yeah, I, we're not I, asking this question. I man, have so. the answer in my head, not, but I don't – You don't want to say it? I don't, I don't know if Coach <laughs> yeah. She would like me. No, no. We're not going to ask that question, William. All right. Uh, and then Battle Royal. Uh, every player on the yeah, team fights. Who, who's, who wins? Who's the best fighter? I, I don't I – don't. How about, I, I, I think really a more fair know. question is the chicken and the gorilla question. Go for I it. still Go like it. it. <laughs> Would you rather fight eight chicken-sized gorillas or one gorilla-sized chicken? So eight little gorillas the size of chickens or uh, a chicken that's the size of a gorilla. Yeah. I think I'm going with the eight chicken-sized or gorilla-sized chickens. So like they, they might peck at me, but yeah, I feel like big, you stand a better old, chance. Yeah, big old gorilla, they're they're probably faster than me. Yeah. Strong, definitely stronger. That gorilla sized chicken could take you out with one peck. Yeah. I'd be afraid. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, that's a tough one. Get back to us on that. Yeah. Uh, Dan says, "How do you like your ballpark, Frank? What do you like on a hot dog? Uh, ketchup, mustard, chili. Fair enough. Pretty simple." Uh, let's see, Al, and this was specifically for you. I don't know. He says, "Who cooks the best steak?" So, yeah, that's Al Glover. I saw that question, um, uh, but it, I think he's asking between my house. So it's like a, a joke going around. But in my house, which is me, Spivey, A Mac, and Hoove, I'm going to say myself. But throughout the team, I think I think Josh Gross makes a pretty good steak. Okay, yeah, you can ask him. Charlie wants to know uh, what type of any superstitions you have. Um, I got a pitch with a piece of gum in my mouth. It kind of calms my nerves. Uh, I have to walk on the field the same way. I have to step on the mound the same way. I think that's the only type of superstitions I have. Are they superstitions, or do you consider them more traditions? More, you know? more of a routine. Routine, yeah. yeah it's it's a routine for yeah. me. But yeah, I feel like I feel like one, if if I don't do it one inning and it's not a good inning, that. That was the reason Threw why you I, off. Pitched. Yeah. I pitched bad. That Baseball's a sport. has got yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. like that. Now. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, good question here. I think you were asked at media day who's the toughest pirate to get out. That was you, right? And you said Jacob and also Lane yeah. were the first two. Yeah I, yeah, I said JC, and then he proceeds to hit a home run over the scoreboard off me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, d- a different question here, though. Who's the best hitter between you, Carter, and Josh? And this is from uh, – the Hoovers, they yeah. want to know who's the best hitter uh, amongst you guys. Well, I have a career batting average of 500, so I would say myself. All right, that's Hall of Fame numbers right yeah. there. All right, Craig on our Facebook Live feed is asking, what is your favorite baseball movie of all time and why? Ooh, The Sandlot. I grew oh, up yeah. on it. That was probably the first one, one of the first baseball movies I watched, so uh, The Sandlot. Good call. We had a YouTube question regarding your uh, – John says, at bat, Sailor will have this year over under 1 A-B. Can you you think you'll get two? Think you'll get one? Um, I think I'll get one. All right. Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna take the over. I'll take the over. I'll <laughs> take right. the over. Let's get him uh, up there. How'd you hit uh, as a high schooler? Like, what was your average? You think? I actually hit pretty good. Uh, I think I was like a 350 average hitter, but uh, it's high school baseball. It's a little, a little bit easier than college baseball. Do you miss it? Like, you want to get up there? Or are you cool with? No. <laughs> Hitting, hitting's hard. Yeah. I, I tried it um, in. Uh, in travel ball, I, when I played for the Dirtbags, I first came in on that team as a, a third baseman and pitcher, and I didn't get one hit that, yeah. that whole summer. So. You're getting more votes for Come Sail Away uh, for your walk-up song. <laughs> Who is that? By? That is, uh, come, I can hear it in my head. Shirley? Is it Come Sail Away? Is it, uh, God, I got Sticks? Kansas Sticks. The sticks. Yeah, sticks. That's it, yeah. I don't know if I heard that song. Well, you should Google It's it. not a great no, but it is a good song. It just has the word sail in it. No, no, no. Come sail away. That, that part of the song would be pretty cool. As I it, was a sailor. No, that was... I said uh, Highwaymen. I was a sailor. I was a sailor. All right. Come Google, Sail Away is not a good song. Google Come Sail Away with me from Sticks it's after stinks. the show and right. tell me... You can tell me that, yeah, that would be a good one. It's a right, terrible one. No, that'd be, that'd be a cool one, I think. All right. Do you think the whole crowd's going to be, come sail away, come sail away? <laughs> yes. Hey, if bye. we play this at basketball games, that gets everybody fired up, surely. That's the thing. It doesn't get people fired up. <laughs> it does the opposite, which, by the way, they only played it twice yesterday. Twice. We got it twice. And we had our worst game of the season. So I would like to say I was wrong. We need to play that song more. That's on me. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take the heat. I went to the game just hoping to hear it, Club. And you did. Yes. But only twice. I know. Yeah. 
worst game they've played all year and it's because they cut that song out so they got to bring it back yeah. all right uh anything else for garrett i think we're dry on the um on the twitter questions uh well we did have a question garrett what is your what do you expect your role uh to be this year robert asking uh hey sailor are you expecting to start at all this year so one way to ask it what is your role on I mean, the team? Uh, right right now my role is a, is a bullpen guy but i mean you really never know i've been i've been thrown in every every situation you could think of so right now it's a bullpen guy it's got to be cool because pitchers especially the higher up you go you know when your designated days are to pitch you know when you got the day off like you got to be ready every single day pretty much yeah i had what 30 39 appearances last year so yeah i was i had to be ready to go every second every single day probably fun to go into each day knowing that too right like oh yeah being ready to roll yeah it was it was awesome it was taxing but i wouldn't have had it any other way to be honest Good stuff. All right. Steve's saying Sailing by Christopher Cross is maybe what you were thinking of, Clip. It's a slower song, not a good walk-up song. Come Sail Away with me, or Come Sail Away is upbeat, would be a good walk-up song. Yeah, but either one I'll have to listen to would it, be obviously. interesting play on yeah. with the name. Yeah, I'll have to listen to Which you to love that stuff, Clip. What's that? The wordplay on stuff like that. Yeah, you probably liked Riders uh, pitching, pitching songs, didn't you? Uh, what do you have, Low Rider? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. Come still away? Not so good. <laughs> He's already got a song picked out. All right. Are you able to switch it during the year? I, yeah, I can. Okay. I can, Just but I'll, I'll probably only switch it if, if I have a couple bad outings. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's we'll hope we keep it the up. same. Though. Yeah. The good mojo going. Uh, Garrett, great to chat with you, man. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Great thanks job. For fun. Yeah, thanks it was for fun. Me. Love you back soon. Joining us now, the uh, 2022 AAC Pitcher of the Year, Carter Spivey. Carter, good to have you in. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Coming off uh, AFC-NFC Championship Games, was talking off the air with you. Uh, did you watch some football yesterday? I did. I did. Um, chiefs Bengals was a crazy game. Uh, two really good quarterbacks going at it. Um, personally, I had the Chiefs uh, some lucky or feeling good they won. And I think I'm going to ride with him in the Super Bowl, too. I hope you're right. Uh, as a Washington fan, I do not want to see Philadelphia win. Who's your uh, Who's your NFL team? Um, growing up, I was a, a Redskins or Commanders fan because I'm from that area. Oh, okay. And, um, as a, I mean, I, haven't, I don't really follow the NFL all that closely oh. anymore, unfortunately. I'm more of a, a baseball guy. I follow baseball pretty religiously. So when you were, so like RG3 2012, were you yep. into them then? Yeah. That was that a really was, fun year. Yeah, it was a good year. That was like their first winning season in like seven or eight years. The and, problem is they're too far, you know, far between, but uh, I've yeah. stuck with them, I guess. I, yeah. I'm too old to change now. That's that's know? fair. That's so. fair. Yeah, me and my dad used to go to games all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't been, I, I hadn't been since that season. Uh, the Falcons game, RG3 actually got knocked out. It was Kirk Cousins' debut. Mm-hmm. That's the last game I went to. Fair enough. Fair um, but uh, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll have something to celebrate. All right, let's uh, let's talk some baseball. I, I look back at this tweet I had on May 23rd, 2022. Uh, it says, in 2019, Carter Spivey made seven appearances. He had a 19.50 ERA. In 2022, Carter Spivey was named the AAC Pitcher of the Year. And that's awesome for you. I think that's awesome for others struggling early on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this is not the the finish line. And, and I kind of asked you about it on media day. You had a great line about you'll never regret working hard. Like right. even if you don't really complete that end goal the way you want it, you'll never regret the work you put in. And uh, you had some awesome answers. I kind of just want to rehash that, Carter, kind of what you've been to, to to where you are today. Sure. Um, so – you know, freshman year obviously didn't go how anyone imagines it you know um coming off the freshman fall you know i pitched really well i was really confident and started hearing my name get thrown around like oh this guy's gonna pitch a lot and i didn't let it get to my head in the sense that like i stopped working hard but i let it get to my head or i like put a lot of pressure on myself mm. And I go out there and and I struggle. And for you know the two years after that, it was more the same. I could never really figure it out. And um, like I said at, at media day, you know, a lot of credit to to where I'm at now goes to my parents and also Coach G. Um, Coach G let me stay and figuring it out and giving me a second chance. And then also my parents just hammering in that you know you got to work hard and you might not show up right now but you know down the road you'll be thankful that you worked your your butt off and uh 
you know that's kind of where i'm at now yeah and i mean just an incredible year last year you, you started you had five saves your uh, spotless eight no record which sometimes that winning losing stat uh in baseball for a pitcher doesn't tell the whole story sure. but i think it does when it tells your eight no uh <laughs> two eight three era like uh i mean you had to be feeling good all last year what what went right for you, you think last year I think it was a it was a mindset thing. Um, you know, I worked a lot with with AK um, last fall, and uh, I guess it was two falls ago now, and uh, the beginning or before last season, and um, trying to figure out what my identity was on the mound because um, I'm a very competitive person, but trying to harness that on the on the mound in game situations, and you know, we worked a lot. We worked a a, a lot. I mean, it's kind of hard to put that into words, but. Um, just kind of figuring out what my identity was, and obviously, um, once the season came around, I was I was prepared and just had my mind in the right spot. You know what I mean? Mentioned it with uh, Garrett. Same with you, right? You have you've had three pitching coaches since you've been yeah. here with uh, yeah. with Roselle, with uh, Dietrich, and now with Austin Knight. So, mm-hmm. how has that helped? How has it hindered? You know, what's that that experience been like for you? It's actually been you know it's pretty cool because it's three different coaching styles, three different personalities, and all three are very knowledgeable in what they do um, and just kind of taking bits and pieces of what each one has kind of told me and figuring out what works best for me and you know utilizing it and AK is such such a cool guy to work with he's very smart loves the game um, <laughs> goes home every night like this, that's what he does he just watches pitching videos and stuff picks up stuff and we know we talk about it all the time we're, we're both baseball nerds um, but I really think he cool. even said media day like in his free time he listens to pitching podcasts. Oh, yeah. like, he's yeah. always on it. Yeah, we always we just have little you know or talking sessions in his office just talking about different stuff that we we saw on social media that day or YouTube or whatever and just seeing you know what what can we add to our repertoire to to get better you know um, it's pretty cool. Who are your uh, big league guys that you watch now or watch growing up that you like? Growing up, I was a Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera fan, so that's I'm a Yankees fan you know, for go. that reason. Um, but right now, I mean, oh, there's so many good guys. Degrom's probably my favorite pitcher to watch because um, I feel like we're pretty similar uh, in terms of stature and mm-hmm. uh, the pitches we throw. And then also, I'm really big Mike Trout fan who was also supposed to come here. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, uh, legend has it that uh, Mike Trout was a commit. And he was, yeah. Made a terrible decision to go pro and <laughs> no, be an MVP. Out, and, it hasn't yeah, worked out for him at all. All that stuff. <laughs> uh, talking to Carter Spivey uh, inside the Pirate Radio studio. So, Carter, this is like a dangerous question to ask an ECU pitcher because things never go as planned, but mm-hmm. what is the plan for you? What is your role on this uh, team heading into this season? Uh, nothing set in stone yet. Um still have two weeks of scrimmages to go um and I, I tell people this all the time i'm to do whatever it takes to win i don't care i don't care what my role is as long as we're winning games i'm a happy man there you go uh how about uh, over the weekend how did the practices scrimmages go getting back out there uh what did you guys accomplish this weekend it was really cool really nice weather too we, uh, yeah. we enjoyed that um but they're really competitive um the offense looked really good a lot of guys uh squaring up baseballs pitchers really good stuff on the mound um, still got some stuff to clean up and you know get better obviously got a couple weeks to go but um, all in all for the first weekend scrimmaging is really really positive Garrett after his uh, what was the official number 39 appearances last year uh, took the summer off uh, you had 35 appearances last year so what did you do uh, over the summer uh, over the summer me Sailor Hoover a uh, handful of other guys JC was uh, came back after a little bit of summer ball and uh Worked out with the freshmen, incoming freshmen, kind of get them uh, accustomed to the, the culture we have here. And um, just, uh, we did a little bit of throwing, and then in the fall through till about mid-October. And then AK and I had a conversation, shut down, just to get my shoulder a little a little extra break. You uh, 100% good to go? For, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a few weeks away now. Starting to, I don't know, is, is it starting to feel real when you have that first practice and everything? Like, are you... Uh, I mean... A little, but at the same time, it's like, you know, taking it day by day, yeah. like 
today we had an off day, but we have a practice that day. That's that's what we're focused on: practice, lift, meetings, whatever it is. Like what we're doing that day is what we're focused on. Can't t- get too far ahead of ourselves. Carter Spivey joining us, Carter. I mean, we'll get into like the recapping games, previewing games, but while we're still here before the season starts, I want to ask you about last year, but really all the, the success that the team has had since you've been here and. Uh, does it ever get old hosting a regional hosting a super regional never never. I mean that was the coolest environment I've ever been a part of last year Um, that super regional was something else I mean the uh, the game three it was like 10 o'clock at night after a rain delay and we come back out there and the stands are still packed like it was a a noon game it was crazy and um, the 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 regional too crazy atmosphere you had that winning streak and everything and I remember that UVA game pretty well. Uh, it's pretty distinct in my head. That was, I told Troy this at the uh, at the banquet. That was the only time where like I could I, I got goosebumps while I was out there. It yeah. never happened, but I got I think I struck the guy out the first batter in the ninth, and the crowd went crazy. And I was like, oh, you know, that's that, <laughs> that's crazy. I got goosebumps and everything. It was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Awesome stuff, and uh, hoping to get another one of those here. Absolutely. They are uh, just nothing really compares to it. I mean, we've you know big time football games, the packed Mengees, all fun, but something about those and that Saturday night game in the regional is always special. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly where that Virginia game was this past season. Uh, Carter Spivey joining us. We get to some of our uh, Twitter questions here. If you have a oh, question, boy. you can chime in on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. And we'll start with uh, we'll go back to walk-up songs uh, because Brad asking is kind of an inside joke here. Will any of them use boom, boom, boom? Let me hear you say way as the walk-up song. Uh, you can hit that if you'd like, Sean. I remember early on a a younger brash Carter Spivey had the President Carter, that, President Carter. Yeah. And you, that, you've yeah. gone away from that. I have. Uh, what is the? Uh, do you have a walk up song picked out for this year? Yep, Simple Man, Leonard Skinner. There you go. Simple, easy, simple, great tune, great walk up song. Uh, let's see. What are your game day uh, superstitions? Um, I have to shower before every game. Um, and I always have to. I start when I so we get undressed or whatever. Start putting my baseball uniform on. I go feet to head. I don't know if that's if that's superstition, huh, but I have okay. to do it. So I go left foot sock, right foot sock, compression pants, baseball pants, undershirt, <laughs> jersey, hat, and that's like it's like a whole thing. I don't know, but that's I got to do it. Interesting. Is that only for uniform, or do you do that like day to day as practice well? too? Same thing. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, let's see. That was from Charlie. William has a series of questions. Some I won't ask. Um, what are you afraid of? I always like that one. Ooh. Um, this might be a little weird, a little funny, but something about being on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Like, because I was younger, I watched Titanic, and that that movie just just gets me every time. So, have know. you ever been on a cruise before? Never. No, not doing it. Not going. Not doing it. All right. Not going to be on a cruise ship. Nope. Um, who's the uh, hottest celebrity? Who's your celebrity crush? Got to be Jennifer Aniston, I think. Gotta Second be. Jennifer Aniston. A sailor said that too. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. <laughs> Do y'all watch Friends or something? Yeah, like, big Friends fan. All right, that explains it, I guess. Our uh, Chandler producer here. His parents named him after the character really? on Friends. That's awesome. Fast yeah. fact for you. Uh, let's see. Most likely to get arrested. I'm not going to ask you that. I will ask you who the best fighter is on the team. Ooh. Who do you think would win a uh, battle royal? I got to go Jaden Winter. That kid is he's crazy. All right. He's a uh, he's a uh, I don't even know how to describe him, but like his whole personality is very bulldogish. And there could be sense. like a 6 foot 6 giant dude, but if you got like a 5'11 crazy guy, mm-hmm. like I'd almost rather fight the big guy, right? Like right. crazy it's kind of scary. He's got that crazy, but he's also like 6'4". So he's got them both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a bad, that's a dangerous combo. That's what I'm saying. Uh, what do you like on your hot dog? Hot dog. Ketchup and mustard. That's it. All right. Once again, back to the simple man. Simple man. That's right. Uh, what are your thoughts on no on-field props this season? <sighs> I mean, I don't think it's going to distract us from winning baseball games <laughs> at the end of the day, but... Yeah. I mean, it's it's the rule we got to follow. It is what it is. But like I said, not going to take away from us winning baseball games. So I don't mind the – I'm a Braves fan. I mean, Acuna is very demonstrative with mm-hmm. what he does. But even guys – we've had guys pimp it and stuff. Um, and I, I'm okay with that because I feel like there's a lot of pitchers 
that strike a guy out and will do some stuff too. Mm-hmm. So as a pitcher, how do you feel about a guy pimping one or watching it? Does it per- like how do you feel about it? As a, I have no problem with it, honestly. Um, but I think there's a time and a place. If if you're losing, I don't know, six nothing, and you pimp a home run, like come okay. on, like get like, figure it out. But um, you know, if it's a big game and you hit a home run, say tie game, you hit a go go ahead home run. Absolutely, show that emotion. That's that's what makes baseball fun. And I think the more people that kind of understand that, like just makes baseball more entertaining as a whole you know it almost seems like fans get more offended by it than the players on the field sometimes which is i don't know a little bit but like, i mean some, some guys take exception to it but yeah. like, i mean if i if i get a big strikeout i'm gonna do it too yeah so if they right. get a big home run why can't they do it you know and if you're up eight nothing and strike a guy out you're probably not going right. to have that juice maybe right. so yeah that's, i think that's a fair answer uh question from the hoovers uh, which one uh, out of you, Garrett and Josh, is the better hitter? See, I think Sailor has two career at bats here, and he's hitting 500 with a, a swinging bunt down the first baseline. <laughs> so, based off of the box score, you would say him, but I, I think my BP rounds are a little more impressive. Okay. Uh, when's the, so you haven't hidden a game here? I have not. I'm still waiting for my opportunity. You think you'll get it this year? I would like at least one, but yeah. that's not my decision to make. Cliff used to put Cooch up there and uh, did. some he other did. guys, so maybe you'll get your shot this year. All right. Um, when's the last? So when? So you do you actually take BP? We have a we have a rule. So if we pitch a shutout, the pitchers will get BP <laughs> the next uh, I guess off day or whatever. There you go. Um, all right. Here's one. Christian just chiming in on YouTube. Who is the next Benny T energy guy on this year's team? Who's the energy guy for you? I don't know, because that came out of the blue last year. Because in inner squads and everything, like he didn't seem like that kind of person. He was very calm and laid back. And then we get, you know, pitches in some, some big games last year, and all of a sudden it just let loose. Yeah. Like, oh. But um, I don't know. I have to wait for a couple games to see because it kind of so you say that kind of came out of nowhere maybe it'll come out of nowhere again maybe right yeah it's got to get like an emotional game I guess and yeah. somebody will go out there and let it loose Josh how dare you ask a good question while we're asking these dumb ones this is a good question I wish I'd have thought of uh, what are your thoughts on the pitch clock and Cliff Godwin said they were going to maybe try to implement that more this year um, honestly it doesn't really affect me too much because every day in practice AK will uh, kind of harps on it you know we're bullpens whatever um kind of make sure your pace very up tempo keep the pace keep it moving um so that way when you get in the game it's not like a you're not like caught off guard or surprised or anything like that so i think it just comes down to the preparation and our coaches do a really good job of preparing us for that all right i got a question for jacob jenkins coward about a mustache that i'll have to get through uh to next week but (laughs) he's a he's a good looking guy huh yeah, that's a, that's a good looking mustache in there, yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Phil. If Vince McMahon was recruiting ECU baseball players to WWE, what player on the roster would have the best shot at becoming the next superstar? Jaden, Jaden Winter. All right, going yep, back. The to answer. Jayden. Yep. Do you watch wrestling at all growing up? I'm not a big wrestling person. Never got into it. Mm-mm. All right. What uh, What other sports did you play in high school or growing up? I played freshman basketball, and I guess it's kind of a funny story, but uh, my high school. Is like nationally ranked every year. We have guys go to Duke, UNC, Villanova, all these big time programs. And when I was a freshman in high school, I was five seven, maybe five eight, a buck forty. I was a skinny, scrawny little white guy. Just didn't really fit in on the basketball yeah. court all that much. But um, but yeah, I played freshman basketball, and after that, I switched to just full time baseball. Any guys, any names we would know from your basketball school? Yeah, uh, Jeremy Roach, he's at Duke uh, at right Duke, now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trevor Keels. Okay. Brandon Slater at Villanova. Uh, Anthony Harris from UNC. Um, so yeah, you you couldn't see the court that much. Yeah, then. not not even a little bit. <laughs> Wouldn't sniff it. Uh, there you go. If if you weren't playing baseball, what other sport would would it be? Basketball? Or it, would it be? I think it would be because yeah. it's funny. After I stopped playing basketball, was when I got good at basketball because I started playing pickup at the gym for yeah. like just conditioning, cardio, and actually got pretty good. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's that's probably the other. I don't think I'd fit in too well with football. I'm not the biggest guy out there, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, Carter Spivey joining us. If you got questions, you can chime in with those. We'll have Carter here a few more minutes. So uh, as far as 
the team goes. You, uh, Cliff Godwin is a big be where your feet are mm-hmm. and one day at a time and stuff. Do you kind of look up and down the schedule? Do you go that far in advance at all? Not at all. Yeah. I, I'm not even worried about it, to be honest with you. The only thing I'm worried about is this interview, and then <laughs> we have a little a little team dinner. You're like minute by minute. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, that's another thing I've had to, you know, maturity-wise, um, as a freshman, you know, I would go up and down the schedule. Oh, my God, like this is – it doesn't really matter. Each game's important. You need to win all – every game you can. There's no game that's bigger than the rest. What's your uh, practice week look like this week? What do you guys got going on? We have practice, I guess, the next three days. It kind of depends on rain. Um, and then scrimmages this weekend. Awesome. Good stuff. And uh, gearing up for George Washington uh, to open the year this year, and we won't go beyond that. We'll talk about that when it gets here. Uh, Carter, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Absolutely. Uh, good job. You're uh, you're a natural. Thanks. Thank so, you. Yeah. Uh, you're not too bad yourself. <laughs> thanks, man. I'm super nervous. So thank you for carrying this interview. I appreciate it. Josh Gross joining us today. Josh, welcome in. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm doing good. How about you? Doing great. Did you watch uh, football yesterday? I did, yeah. the uh, We had a scrimmage yesterday, so I caught the back half of the first game, and then um, <clears throat> last night I watched the, uh, the other game, but yeah. Who's your uh, team in the NFL? You know, I don't really have a team. Um, I used to be a big Redskins fan. Um, I guess I should say Commanders. Me too. I'm still a fan. I hate to hear you and Carter say you used to be. Well, I I grew up kind of all over the place, but I was in Northern Virginia for a while, and so my my grandpa's a big fan and my dad, so... Um, that's who we used to follow, but now it's kind of just yeah. Want to see a good game? I hate this. Yeah, I, I get it. Like I'm too old to change now. My dad made me a Washington yeah. fan, and like I'd feel bad if I turned on them. But they're just they're tough to root for. There's just not a lot of success. No, yeah, a lot of yeah. The franchise is in shambles. But anyway, we don't need to get into that today. All right, uh, Josh. How about as a sports fan? What about baseball? Like basketball? Who are your players and teams you grew up rooting for um basketball you know I'm, I'm not a big nba guy i did play basketball growing up but college basketball um kind of same thing with the nfl like i, I love watching college basketball so you just don't have a team no i mean I, I used to be a big south carolina fan my dad went there and okay. um so i used to love watching them but uh i just like to watch skip college basketball games but uh baseball um big nationals fan just like I said, living up in Nova, and and then um, I used to live in California too. We used to live pretty close to the Angel Stadium, so um, been a big Angels fan too. But it's pretty tough to root for them as well. Yeah, they haven't had the most uh, playoff success over no, the years, which, which is a bummer because they got two of the greatest players. Kind of strange, right? We ever play? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just can't put it all together. All right, uh, Josh. How about while we're on the topic? How about pitchers you enjoy watching that? Uh, you know, maybe you try to emulate or you uh, respect in the game? Um, I love watching Max Scherzer, and that kind of stimulates from the, you know, when he was a national. And and um, DeGrom is always fun to watch when he's healthy. Um, I like watching uh, Josh Hader. I think he's just got a funky delivery. Yeah. And those guys are pretty – Garrett Cole, too, when he's on, but – Scherzer is, and I say this as a compliment, like a complete psychopath on the mound. He locks in. Yeah, (laughs) especially, and if you watch him in the dugout in between innings, I mean, when they were were on that World Series run, like he was like foaming at the mouth, just like pacing (laughs) back and forth in between innings. It was kind of scary, but... um, He's, he's so much fun to watch. How different is, like, Josh Gross hanging out with us today and Josh Gross when he's on the mound? Like, is there a kind of a switch that flips or anything? Or? Uh, there is a switch that flips. I try to I try to keep it pretty calm, cool, and collective on the mound. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not a fiery guy like Max Scherzer. He, you know, I'm not grunting when I throw and screaming <laughs> at the at the batter. But um, I would I like to be composed, but, you know, fierce i guess so a yeah. little little different than him I, i'm a little more relaxed than, than max scherzer here's a compliment for you johnny on facebook says josh throws the nicest spiral in the bullpen you got a good football touch i i do have a good football spiral yeah nice yeah, that's a, that's one of our hobbies in the bullpen that and hacky sack so so is that um a practice regimen or just more for fun when which, you're which one, the, the hacky sack? Well, the hacky sack, I can't see how that would be a practice. Right? Well, I guess no, 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 there's some serious practice that goes into playing <laughs> hacky sack. But how about, but, oh, you mean like like for throwing a baseball? Yeah, I mean, the football, people, a lot of people throw footballs before they throw. And I know a lot of guys, I, I like to throw a football sometimes just before yeah. I throw. But um, 
it's more just for enjoyment really i didn't know hacky sack was still a thing that was big like in the 90s when i was in school you know so. that that we kind of incorporated that last year in the bullpen and for really like no reason we were um i i had like talked about it a few times just like Whenever, whenever St. Mary's came to play us last year, they're obviously a West Coast team, and I'd been like, dude, on the West Coast, like people, I mean, it's kind of same as what you think in your mind, like skater dude, so yeah. busy people ripping hacky sack, and so <laughs> like me and and Cooch Manor and Ryder and some of those guys have talked about, like, dude, we should get a hacky sack, and finally when we were in Clearwater, we were in a gift shop and they had like the, you know, like the little. Two dollar hacky sack, yeah, and we probably went through like four hacky sacks that weekend because we would bust them open or whatever. And then after the the conference tournament, we just kept rolling with it, and and uh, that's always a it's a fun game. So if I recall, like even uh, when you're however you like to break in your glove, I remember playing as a kid where you would do different things. Hacky sack, you take a few beads out to start, right? Do you still do that? Uh, and then yeah, that, the... that might be like a, an insider trick. I don't know. We just <laughs> we just open it up and start kicking it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so were you into the surfing and skating in California? Um, you know, I uh, I was only there for. I was I was there in spurts. So okay. the last time I lived there, I was I was in third and or second and third grade, and um, they they did offer surf lessons like through the school that I went to on the military base, and so you know I gave it my attempt. I was never really any good, but gotcha. but uh, I did have my fair share of skateboards growing up, and whenever we moved back to the back to the East Coast, um, my brother kept surfing, and it's a lot different. I mean just. You know the waves are a little different, but I'm not a like I'm not a big surfer guy. No. Speaking of surfing, um, this is a sidetrack, but have y'all seen the Netflix documentary about the uh, hatchet guy? Mm-mm. The surfing. Okay, well, never mind. Check it out. It's a uh, it's a wild one. He went viral because he like rescued a woman who was being attacked, and then the guy became famous. Went on Jimmy Kimmel. And then, like, four weeks later, they were looking for him for a murder. It was, like, an insane story. So, check that out. Here's on a bright note. What are you, uh, what are you watching on TV? Um, man, I, I'm a big family guy, South Park guy. I mean, All right. You like those, your comedies? Those comedies, they never fail. I actually... Uh, they they came out with the Last of Us like the, it's like a zombie I've, I've TV watched show. the la- last two last night I caught up on them I, I'm in the middle of second one but I you know like growing up I played you know video games and that video game was huge when I was in like middle school um, but Yellowstone's a good one too I love Yellowstone yeah um, yeah I, I think they've watched season five I haven't seen that one yet all the classics I have I've caught, I haven't seen the latest season of Yellowstone I think we're in the same I've never played the last of us video games but anything on HBO I'll give it a shot and uh, it's really good yeah. and I really enjoy it alright Josh Gross we have some real baseball questions right. for Josh as well uh, Bubba says what were the biggest points of emphasis for you during the summer and fall so tell us about your off season um, the off season for me was really just about uh, consistency I think you know, if you guys follow Pirate Baseball last year, um, as a, the, the pitching staff as a whole was was pretty uh, inconsistent as like from a from a rotation standpoint, yeah. which I think was one of our greatest strengths and weaknesses. But um, so for me, it was just about being consistent, being a guy that can that can consistently go out on the weekend and perform and not have to play the uh, the wild card and and you know play the guessing game with how I'm going to be on a certain outing. So for me, the the summer of my game plan was to do the same thing every single day, whether it's, you know, my throwing routine, my pre-throwing, post-throwing, lifting, just keep the same routine, the weekly routine. And, um, you know, no matter how the result went during the game in the summer or the fall, um, just continue to do the same thing day in and day out. And if you're consistent in that, then – the end goal is you'd be consistent when you perform. So that was my biggest emphasis was just making a plan for myself and executing it every single day and not taking any days off. Steven Igo follows uh, ECU baseball about as much as anybody. And, and every time we're talking pitchers, and this has been in the past, and he'll probably say the same this year, but we we bring up, you know, who has the best stuff? And he always talks about Josh Groza's stuff. So let's say you're clicking, you're doing exactly what you want to do on the mound. What is that stuff? What are uh, what are your go-to pitches, and, and what do you feel confident throwing? Um, I mean, I feel confident throwing 
any one of my four pitches that, and if you know, for those that don't know, fastball, slider, changeup, curveball. Curveball is a new piece we added in um, this fall, and even a big emphasis for me this summer was was the changeup, um, summer and fall. And so, uh, I guess when my stuff is on, like all all four of those pitches are are good and doing what they need to do. So that's what that just goes into the whole consistency consistency thing is if you rep those out enough and your catch play and and when if you trust in it in the game then you shouldn't really run into too many problems josh gross joining us uh you mentioned the kind of inconsistency when it came to rotation a lot of that was due to injury setbacks things like that so but going into this year do you have a defined role as of right now do you know what you'll be doing um as of right now if we had to play tomorrow i would say I'd, i would fall somewhere in the weekend rotation um we're in a really good spot right now where we're lucky enough to have six guys you know five six guys that could be thrown in those spots and we would trust them from a team and a, and a coaching staff to perform so um you know this year looks a lot different i think as a pitching staff and it's early on so you can't really get a good grasp until yeah. you start playing other teams but the whole fall and and uh just this past week inter squads like you know i think i think we have a lot of guys that um are going to have an opportunity to prove themselves in a starting spot. Uh, Josh, who's a young pitcher or two, and then maybe a young hitter or two, the first-year guys that have caught your eye uh, uh, during the offseason and just getting to practice this weekend? Um, first-year guys, uh, I really like uh, Connor Rasmussen. I, I think he, he's a really good shortstop in the – or middle infielder, really. I think he's got a really nice swing. He's got good hands. He's He shows up every day, and he really uh, – you can see that he's he's excited to be there. And him and Nate Chrisman as well. Nate Nate's a competitor, and, and um, those two guys, for me, are really – fun to watch uh just take ground balls and bp and because you know every play they're they're trying to fight between not fight they're trying to compete really against right. each other for that job and and um you know they got they got a lot of room to go to grow with the, who they got in front of them i mean joy Brini and jacob starling are uh are very very talented and so they're gonna have to really fight against those guys because um, those guys have been looking really solid and they have their entire career here um, from a pitching point of things there's really only there's some new there's some freshmen and then there's some some transfers and so Willie Lumpkin is a transfer from Winthrop um, he's looked great he's a fourth year guy um, well, I guess he's a COVID junior right. he's looked great um one of our freshmen, he uh, he had surgery, so he's probably he's actually just started throwing yesterday, two days ago, maybe his first time throwing since Tommy John. But um, Zach Root's a freshman that uh, he's made, he's looked really good um, all fall, and and Lane Estery's improved tremendously from when he first got on campus. So. A lot of names. Yeah. Uh, excited. A lot of returners. Good mix of returners, upperclassmen, and new guys uh, mm-hmm. on this roster. Uh, Brandon Manning's got a question, former Pirate player. Uh, well, he was on the team. Wouldn't call him a player. Brandon says, uh, any buddies playing in college you want to play against and strike out? It's a good question. <laughs> hmm. Well, one of my really good buddies, uh, he goes to uh, UVA. He's a sophomore this year. His name's Ethan Anderson. He um, he actually classed up out of high school, so he graduated early, went to UVA last year as a freshman, was in their lineup for the majority of the year. Uh, we actually scrimmaged them last fall in, in his first college at bat. I was pitching against him, and he hit a ball off the scoreboard, so uh, <laughs> I would love to strike him out you know, in a game. Um, but I'm not sure. Did you groove that one to him play. to make him feel good? No, so. I did not. Not at all. It was, uh, not at all. No. I would never do that to anyone I'd like to. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I don't think we play UVA. So the guys that we play. Hey, maybe we'll um, get them in a regional game. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, not really. I, uh, I don't really have anyone in particular that I would love to strike out that I know. How about, uh, is there a team, like a rival you enjoy, whether it be non-conference, in-conference, that uh, you like competing against and, and beating? Uh, I love the UNC, NC State. Really, any in in state team I think is very very fun to play. Um, but as a guy who's lived all over the country, really, but you've been here a while. Uh, are you you're a pirate mm-hmm. now? You got that blood in you. Like you you hate those those guys like the fans do. I, in a healthy I, way. Yeah, like I, a, I wouldn't it, say I hate them. Yeah. I, I love I love the atmosphere of our games, yeah. which is why I love competing against them. But I mean. No, I wouldn't say that I like I like despise any players or anybody like that. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's get to some other uh, Twitter questions. We had the one uh, from Dan. What do you like on your hot dog? 
I'm a ketchup guy. That's, that's pretty much it. Not right. a mustard guy. Not a relish. It's just a straight up. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk music. Have you settled on your walk up song for this? year? I did. Yeah. I. I. Uh, you know. I always find my walk up like three hours before they're due because they're due at midnight usually on like a Sunday or something. So I, I went with Frogman by Whiskey Myers this year. Can't say I'm familiar with that, but look forward to hearing it when you uh, warm up coming up. All right. Uh, what is your game day superstition? <laughs> um. I used to eat a snack in the dugout. Like I, w- I would just rotate between like three snacks in the dugout every in between the inning. So if it was like a fruit chew thing or like a, you know, like a beef jerky strip or something like that. But okay. um, I don't really have. I mean, I like I said, I, w- I wouldn't call my routines rituals. I would just like to do the same thing from a prep. Uh, what would you call it? To be prepared every right. day, really. All right, William says this is unbelievable. We've had the same answer. From Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and Brian Bailey, who's uh, you know a generation older than you guys, same answer for this question. Let's see what you give uh, the hottest celebrity, celebrity Ooh, crush. Who do you got? Hottest celebrity. Let me, hey, who did they say first? <laughs> Let me see who they said, just so I can pick on them. Who did they say? They all went Jennifer Aniston. Uh, that was like almost the <laughs> like top two. <laughs> what is probably. going on? Are you? Do you watch Friends? I guess like old episodes or yeah. I mean, I think everyone's yeah. seen Friends at least once. Right. But Jennifer so what's Aniston's your answer? Good. Um, Margot Robbie's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who's that one? Uh, who's the one girl from uh, from Wonder Woman? I don't know her name. Uh, let's Gal see. Gadot. Who? Is that Gal Gadot? Does that sound she's right? A, um, she's the actress that played Wonder Woman. Yeah, she does a good job. <laughs> um, I had to look up my answer because there's a Brie Larson and an Allison Brie, and I always forget which one I like. Brie I'm, Larson? I'm Allison Brie. Wait, which? From Community. Oh, she is she from Lost? Uh, no. Neither Where one's on Lost. She was on Community. She was on Glow. Oh, I never watched that show. Yeah, that's uh, that's my answer. Chandler, who's your uh, celebrity crush, bud? Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler. That's, like, that's also a, a good one, Josh. Uh, Margot Robbie. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She was the, um, not the Joker, but what character did Wolf she play? Harley Quinn. Wolf of Wall she Street, was Wolf yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, but Harley she was Harley Quinn. Quinn. Harley Quinn, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was looking for. Suicide Squad. All right, uh, let's see. What are your thoughts on no on-field props after Dingers this year? I think it's ridiculous. I mean, I think that is like something that we love to rally around in the dugout, and I think the fans love it. And, I mean, it, you're, you're not bringing a, a, a gun on the field. Like, there's there's no harm to anybody by, by you know, walking out with a traffic cone or something like that. So, I, don't, I think it's kind of a ridiculous joke. I think if baseball is going in this direction of, you know, like we need to make, the, make it more exciting and blah 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 like that's like the perfect thing to do so um i think it's kind of it's irritating but i mean you really can't do anything about it so will an added emphasis on a pitch clock affect you at all um no i mean we we do a good job in practice of of working on that and we you know everyone's got to stop watch and so we uh we have a pretty good idea if you are as a staff if you are behind or if you're working a little too quick but um I don't think it'll be too much to worry about. I mean, they've had some type of pitch clock for the last three years I've played. So, okay. um, yeah. We'll see if it's enforced more or if it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Stan says, Josh Frogman rocks. So uh, he's excited about that. Good. There you go. Brandon says, there will be home run props in Section 110. <laughs> so you'll probably see the fans start to celebrate Good. more, maybe. Yeah, we, we need that. That'll be fun. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, between... Now, this is interesting because both of the other guys have answered themselves. I'm interested to hear what you hear, what you say. This actually is from Julia and Denny Hoover. Okay. So, uh, the Hoovers want to know, <laughs> out of you, Garrett, and Carter, who is the best hitter? Oh, God. Out of me, Garrett, and Carter. Well, you know, we always take pitchers BP after a shutout. Yeah. That's kind of the one time we get to showcase. Um. I'm going to go with me. <laughs> there you go. Say me. So Garrett says numbers don't lie. He's a 500 hitter at ECU. He's one for All two. Right, that, okay, he's got a point. I'm, I'm a zero. Carter said hitter, he acknowledged that and said his BP is more impressive than Garrett's. And uh, you yourself are – you got to go with yourself. Yeah. Do you miss hitting at all? Uh, I do until I 
watch an actual baseball game at this level <laughs> when I'm like, there's no shot I could do that. There you go. Uh, if ECU alum Vince McMahon was recruiting ECU baseball for the next WWE talent, who would have the, the best shot of being the superstar? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you asked this question last year, we would have like three candidates. <laughs> um, mm, I'm trying to think of the biggest guy. Yeah, that's a good point because like – Agnos could cut promos, but Terwilliger. Yeah, I was going to say Benny T or Bryson. Yeah. Bryson has the bod. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably probably Justin Wilcoxon. Okay. Just just based off strength, or, I mean, Lane Ginn fits that mold pretty good, I think. All right. Did you uh, watch wrestling as a kid at all? No, I didn't. Never, never got into no. it? All right. Some, some do, some don't. Uh, let's see. Anything else for Josh? Clip. Yes. The fourth oh, graders. How many um, fourth graders do you think you could beat up at one time? Oh. So, how tall are fourth graders, Shirley? Well, my godson is almost as tall as me, and I'm 5'8". So, he's probably 5'1". Five, 5'1". One. Five, one. Is this like after lunch or is this before lunch? <laughs> I'm going to say... Good question. Before lunch. Before lunch, okay. Hmm. I think I think if there was like a swarm of like 15 fourth graders, I'd walk out unscathed. <laughs> All right, there you go. At least 15 is the answer. The other uh, classic question we asked last year, um, would you rather fight eight chicken-sized gorillas mm. or one gorilla-sized chicken one gorilla-sized chicken so uh, giant beak giant i'd rather fight just one chicken one okay. gorilla-sized chicken all right I mean, it's probably a lose-lose either way sure but yeah yeah I, those like yeah they're small gorillas but the strength of those things you I, I would we be, had a debate the other day it was who would win in a fight would it be a, a gorilla like a full-size gorilla or a grizzly bear what'd you come up with I think the consensus was a grizzly bear. Hmm. Yeah. But it's kind of on the fence. I don't know. Those gorillas' strength, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to take on either one. I'm good watching from the sidelines. Uh, let's see. Any other questions I left out? Um, ABs, do you think you'll get any ABs this year? You know, I actually asked Coach Palumbo that the other day. Um, was that a short conversation? Yeah, that one was a, like a five-seconder. Um, yeah. Man, I don't know. I mean, that'd be really awesome. Could you lay a bunt down? I mean... I, I could put a bunt down. Yeah. yeah. Team I don't think Coach Godwin would let me put a bunt down if he was going to put me in the box, but... <laughs> Fair I enough. Think, I think he would He would just say, well, shoot, if they, if they know I'm hitting, if the pitcher's hitting, they're probably just getting all fastballs anyway. I think he would just say... Just swing, go down swinging. Hack it, hack away. Yeah, Josh, uh, good stuff, man. Uh, what's your schedule look like? Practice this week. Uh, what do you guys have going on? Um, we'll practice tomorrow. Well, it kind of depends on weather, but um, we'll practice tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and then inner squad Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Awesome, good stuff. Uh, good to talk with you, man. Looking forward to doing it all season long. We yeah, appreciate it. I'm excited. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.